1 Timothy 4:12 KJVS. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers, in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. See what Paul's religion was. He was a moralist, a man of virtue, and had not learned the arts of the crafty, covetous Pharisees, he was not chargeable with any open vice and profaneness. He was sound in the faith. He always had a holy regard for the ancient promise made of God under the fathers, and built his hope upon it. The Apostle knew very well that all this would not justify him before God, yet he knew it was for his reputation among the Jews, and an argument that he was not such a man as they represented him to be. Though he counted this but loss, that he might win Christ, yet he mentioned it when it might serve to honor Christ. See here what Paul's religion is, he has not such zeal for the ceremonial law as he had in his youth, the sacrifices and offerings appointed by that, are done away by the great sacrifice which they typified. Of the ceremonial cleansings he makes no conscience, and thinks the Levitical priesthood is done away in the priesthood of Christ, but, as to the main principles of his religion, he is as zealous as ever. Christ and heaven, are the two great doctrines of the gospel, which God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. These are the matter of the promise made unto the fathers. The temple service, or continual course of religious duties, day and night, was kept up as the profession of faith in the promise of eternal life, and an expectation of it. The prospect of eternal life should engage us to be diligent and steadfast in all religious exercises. Yet the Sadducees hated Paul for preaching the resurrection, and the other Jews joined them because he testified that Jesus was risen, and was the promised Redeemer of Israel. Many things are thought to be beyond belief, only because the infinite nature and perfections of him that has revealed, performed, or promised them, are overlooked. Paul acknowledged, that while he continued a Pharisee, he was a bitter enemy to Christianity. This was his character and manner of life in the beginning of his time, and there was everything to hinder his being a Christian. Those who have been most strict in their conduct before conversion, will afterwards see abundant reason for humbling themselves, even on account of things which they then thought ought to have been done. It is the common fault and folly of melancholy Christians to look only on the dark side of the cloud, and to turn a deaf ear to the voice of joy and gladness. That which filled the disciples' hearts with sorrow, was too great affection for this present life. Nothing more hinders our joy in God, than the love of the world, and the sorrow of the world which comes from it. To be converted, and truly turned from sin to Christ, as their happiness and portion. God will heal them, will justify and sanctify them, will pardon their sins, which are as bleeding wounds, and mortify their corruptions, which are as lurking diseases. See the power of the world in smothering convictions, from regard to the applause or censure of men. Love of the praise of men, as a by end in that which is good, will make a man a hypocrite when religion is in fashion, and credit is to be got by it, and love of the praise of men, as a base principle in that which is evil, will make a man an apostate, when religion is in disgrace, and credit is to be lost for it. The one who listens to you listens to me, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects the one who sent me. Luke 10 16. Remember, I am only the messenger doing as Yeshua has called me to do as a watchman to share his messages to his children so they will know of his presence. You now must decide your position in this walk. Is it with our Father and His Son Yeshua? Blessings and peace be with you as you journey. Robert